and five, four, three, two. What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Cam on stage. She's Electric Angel. on all you hoes. Earth announcement, Louisville. There's 22 tickets left to the Saturday. Are you okay? Yeah, something broke. Don't worry. 91 tickets left to the Saturday or Friday early and Friday and Saturday late. There's so many available. I would embarrass myself by telling you how many. So at least we might get one sold out down Louisville. Do you need to take a second and clean that up so we don't step in it? No, I'm just keep them over here. His daddy going to have to clean it up. Okay. Uh, Angel, what you, oh, Bald Brothers starting in about two weeks. So New York, there's a couple tickets left. Not many. Philadelphia's already sold out. Uh, London, England. Shout out to y'all, y'all. If this was the first keep the first time we went to London, this show would already be sold out. But we're sitting in a venue that's over two thousand seats, and there's a good amount of tickets sold. Way more than I anticipated to be sold. And low key, Berlin and Paris are very small venues, like two three hundred. And they're doing way better than I thought, especially I think Paris is on like a Tuesday. I was I was wondering how the languages were going to translate for the oh, joke. I hope it's just English. I hope it's just English speaking Americans uh, who are in the military, who are studying abroad, living abroad or happen to be abroad. But UK, shout out to y'all. You they are. This is going to be sold out before October. Come on, money uh, to second London day, Kev. Nah. Well, okay. shoot, I might do it. Might do it, bruv, if it sell out, but probably not. Okay. One sellout is good enough for me. <laughs> uh, Angel, what you got going on in your life? Is this going to cause an argument? Our tour is kicking back off. We will be in Indianapolis on Friday at 6 p.m. at the Anthem Theater at the Basile. At the Anthem at the Basile Theater in downtown Indianapolis. Right now, it looks like it's going to be an intimate prayer meeting. We're so excited about to see what the Lord is going to do as we, this is two or three gather in his name. Well, we got that. Amen. We would love to have more. <laughs> I, I, I did our first year at the, uh, uh, I never said it out loud because they had a lot of letters together, mm-hmm. A and E and U. And listen, uh, we we came before God in a, in a PSA <laughs> meeting, parent-teacher conference. Shout out to Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was I was like, so, so do y'all do y'all want do you want y'all said come? I I did come. Where y'all where y'all gonna be? We, we would love to hey yes, <laughs> uh, but it's all good. We go we gonna still give you a good show, whether regardless of whether there's a lot of people or little. Me and Mark's gonna have a good old time, hey, and that's all and we can then, do. Uh, and then following up with that on Sunday, we will be in our hometown of Lexington, Kentucky. Those tickets aren't sold out yet, but we have sold a majority of the tickets. So don't wait, don't be don't don't be us. Go ahead and buy your ticket ahead of time. I don't want don't text me if you got my number asking you got another seat. I don't. I didn't bring no seats with me. Um, DC is already sold out. Philadelphia is almost sold out. I don't know how New York is doing, but I do believe it's doing well as well. And then Chicago and Houston are on sale now. So don't wait. And as of the time this uploads, the one margarita music video is live on that oh! TV as the of the upload of this episode. Wednesday. Oh, yes. 
for the people on Patreon. Oh, okay. For the people on Patreon that are watching this live, it goes up on Tuesday. So you all will be have the opportunity. Okay, I was about to I was about to spin it on down. To watch it live here. <laughs> Lord, let your holy ghost. Mm-mm-mm. All right, that's great. Make sure y'all run that up, yo. Run that up for Angel. Uh, click it, like it, comment it. Show them people that she deserves everything coming to her. Uh, so show that some love and let it run through all the way. Make sure all the man legs are good, not just the first 30 seconds. Comment, like, all the way through, comment, and text it to somebody. All please, right, we need, to, we need to have her hit a million. All right, so let's begin the episode. Uh, as you know, if you're on Patreon, the Patreon producer, shout out to them. They have been in complete control of the docket for like the last month and they be on everything. Uh, and I basically go by what they want to talk about the most and that I agree with. Something they put in there I don't want to talk about, like Boosie and his daughter. I was like, no, I don't. I just don't want to. Uh, but I appreciate y'all because I didn't even know nothing happened. And then it was Boosie and I was like, ah. But uh, Demario and many of them, shout out to Demario. He said, can we talk about the SAG strike and how it affects you and Angel? Mm. Angel, as a black woman actress, I'll let you talk about how it affects you. And then I'll talk about how it affects me. And then we'll talk together. And they said how it affects, how do they say how it affects whom? How's it going to affect you? Now, now that SAG is on strike officially, what are your thoughts? Right. How is it going to affect you? All that all that stuff. Praise God, everyone. Yes, there is a strike happening amongst SAG and WUGA. And uh, the writers have been on strike for almost two months as now the actors are joining. Uh, what does this mean as an actress? As an actress, outside of commercials... In a few other categories, I am not allowed to work or do any promotion for any of the major networks. That's, you know, Netflix, ABC, Disney, Hulu, you know, the the, the Titans. Uh, so what does that mean? My income in re- uh, as it relates to my work as a television and film actress will solely be reliant upon residuals because there's no new work that I can do until SAG and Amp to Pimp uh, <laughs> make an <in> a, a <laughs> agreement. How does it affect my overall um, like, I guess, uh, life and career? Not, not greatly, because I'm a rapper right now. Mm. So rappers aren't on strike. Okay, uh, as a rapper, life is good. Music no, video production is not on strike either. Correct. Music videos, game shows, reality TV shows. There's a list of things that I can do. Podcasts, and luckily, I was already making money in those buckets prior to this strike. This is. Um, I think going to be an opportunity for a lot of other actors to diversify how they bring in money. It's um, listen, what SAG is trying to do is super duper important. It could change the the trajectory of the the entertainment industry greatly, for the good or for the bad, depending on how this all goes. So it's unfortunately a necessary evil that. Not to say striking is evil, but a lot of people are affected. So let me not get it twisted and I'll stop talking. That like, it's just like, okay, us actors, we've got to just buckle down and try to do what we have to do to get what we want. We, I realize there are people who worked in costume, people who did makeup, people who did hair, people who were gaffers, 
light, uh, electricians that worked on sets that now because these have come to a, the productions have come to a halt, they also don't have jobs. Mm. So I am praying that, you know, things get resolved quickly, not just for the sake of actors in the entertainment industry and our future, but also for the uh, below the line workers. Um, that's why I try to hire my makeup artist whenever I can, because he was working on television shows. And now where he at? So that's that's what it is. For me, I ain't gonna hold you. I, I learned a lot over the last weekend. I ain't been in SAG long. Angel been in SAG, well, probably 10, 15 years, Angel? Almost 20. Oh, wow. 20 years. I joined in 2006. Uh, for just over a year, consistently. I was in SAG. I was in SAG for one minute when I did Little Rascals. They forced me in, and then when I didn't work no more that year. So that was like 10 years ago. And this year, I'm one of the 160,000 actors who never has made enough money via acting to qualify for, for health care, mm. uh, which is one of the main reasons they're striking. And there's a huge misconception that every actor is rich. The dude from Russian Doll, he was on Russian Doll, some other shows, he was talking about, like, obviously, if you're Tom Cruise, John Krasinski, Steve Carell, people who are the number one or two or three on the call sheet, I mean, like the big stars that are in every single episode, they are paid a lot. But that is not the majority of actors. The majority, the person actually had a great example I saw on Twitter. If you see Tom Hanks in a movie and he's at a bar getting a drink, the bartender who hands him a drink is an actor. Everybody who's in the bar is an actor. The person he talks to is likely an actor. And the only one who probably makes enough money to live on acting in that scene is Tom Cruise. I mean, Tom Hanks. And that's the case for very many movies. This guy was saying he worked, he was a, he wasn't a, uh, I think that the highest is series regular angel, right? Mm -hmm. He wasn't a series regular. He was a recurring guest star on a huge Netflix show. He was like, I was on a Netflix, I'm on billboard on sunset. I got paid $7,500 uh, per episode for six episodes. And everybody saw that show. It did crazy numbers and my residuals were very low. And I have other jobs before that. And he was like, I barely made healthcare, and that was a good year. So uh, I'm one of the many who doesn't make enough for the acting. Now, the thing that I didn't know was going to hit me that I found out. As an influencer, I am also asked not to promote or take any brand deals from the companies that we are striking against. Oh, wow. So Paramount, all them. Unless you previously had a contract prior to the, to the strike, which I had some before, um, you were asked not to take on any new work. We talked about a couple weeks ago, how's podcasting doing? I told y'all then, and Angel agreed, podcasting revenue is down. And on that video, I said, luckily, brand deal revenue is still good this year. Then this happened. <laughs> they were like, you can't take new work. I got an offer the day before the strike. But I didn't close, and I knew the strike was happening. We had to turn it down. Oh, and This is just the beginning, right? The companies ain't even started throwing bags out yet. And because I'm not a huge SAG actor, and I've done uh, – I'm movie revenue has been a lot of my – the one brand deal that I've gotten consistently from the, even my beginning career was movie revenue, holding, hold, holding uh, hosting um, or going to red carpets – uh, hosting, I hosted a watch party for um, 
Buzz Lightyear last summer. Like, great time. All of that is gone. I never made no money as an actor, so I was going to go down strike and stuff, but I didn't know. And then they said, hey, you're not going to make no money with this either. And I was like, me, Kevin? <laughs> yeah. So, See, I forgot that you, I don't get a lot of the uh, movie TV things. They don't usually have me cross over to that. You surely do. They be inviting me to the carpet. a lot. That's, some would say, my bread and butter. It is my most consistent, most often brand deal is movie stuff. I've done a lot in the past. I did a lot this year. I have some already. So this is what I want y'all to know. If y'all see the ones that y'all will see, I was already in contract with those months before this was even happening. And that's my one of my fears is that people are going to forget because some of these contracts happened a long time ago and the rollout is not to a long time later. So if this strike rolls on three and four months, six months, people will be like, Kev out here promoting promise you I didn't take no new work it was already signed still delivered and I, I turned down a brand deal the day we went on strike Dang. I'm going to get crushed probably oh, yeah. <laughs> you didn't so because you didn't realize that that was a part of I didn't strike. know I don't I, oh. I don't know much about much I Kev really is big. Kev is big I'm new here energy I don't know that much about sad I knew I wouldn't be able to act on a TV show but I was like oh I I don't mind striking because I get it. Like the residual money is not a lot. So I'm like, damn, I didn't think it was going to hit my pockets because I'm not a working actor like that. Right. I'm working on that, but I don't really be booking crazy. Um, so what I'm getting now is residuals. Like I did have a Marvel movie that I think they, they said they wanted me to play um, the new, new black Panther. They was like, we was feeling, you know, and I was like, I don't know, man. Chadwick was big, as you know, what I'm saying I respect him. They was like, Kev, you gonna be, and I was like, also I'm big. They was like, no, it's gonna be the Snap Panther. So you, we gonna make the suit big. It probably won't go uh -huh. down and connect, right? Mm -hmm. But other than that, now the strike is happening. You can't do it. That's, that's I couldn't up. do it. So Marvel hit me, Mr. Marvel himself. He said we had the Black Panther. I said I, I'm, I'm in, and then we didn't close. He said, oh, you out. So dang. I was like, dang, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. I was always going to go protest and stand in solidarity. I didn't know how much in solidarity I would be standing at the moment. I'm sorry. Um, I forgot. I mean, luckily you will still have other big brand deals that will replace the movie ones. We hope. We think. I, I promise. So I found out a lot. So there's another thing called uh, the network code. It's another contract. Angel was saying earlier that you can do game shows. You can do reality shows. Soap poppers will still be. Those are separate contracts. Like Angel was yeah. saying, it's really just Netflix, Disney, Hulu, Paramount, the big, huge ones, Marvel, those ones. I didn't realize soap operas were on a different contract. Game shows mm -hmm. were on a different contract. And SAG is like, if you already have contract to do influencer work, do it. If you have the network TV code shows, you can do those. That's not covered by SAG. Um, but you can't even go to Comic-Con. Like, a brand can't even invite you to Comic-Con. You you can go to Comic-Con as a person, but you have to get yourself there, and you cannot have any... A brand can't invite you, put you up, even to not pay you. And they can't invite you to premieres. Like, you can't... You can watch movies, and you're not even supposed to promote them <laughs> on your social media. You just right. watch movies from your mouth. It, it's not that those things aren't covered by SAG. They are covered by SAG. They're not covered under this contract that is being discussed. Correct. So like correct. years ago, we struck when it came to commercials. SAG actors weren't doing commercials. 
TV was still happening. TV and movies, we were still mm. doing all that. We weren't doing commercials. A lot of commercials went non-union during that strike. And it took a while for them to come back. We don't make the type, oh. same type of money we were making. Around that time is when SAG and AFTRA merged. To make um, a stronger union. Yes. So there are certain things that are just not on this contract. So we don't have to strike in regards to those. But um, I will say this. There are some, a lot of people don't realize this. And, and I think I might've mentioned this on this podcast before that you will make another mess that uh, when you sign up to be a series regular on a show, hell, when you sign up, okay. AFTRA is the American Federation of television and radio actors. And tell them what SAG stands for, Angel. SAG stands for Screen Actors Guild. For the longest time, these were two different unions. AFTRA covered mainly sitcoms, soap operas, and some commercials. So basically, if you were on a 30-minute show, more than likely it'd be an AFTRA contract. If you were on an hour show or a movie, that would be a SAG contract. We used to have a... Um, uh, SAG actors usually had a higher rate than AFTRA actors. Um, and then eventually we started losing power. SAG, I really want to say, started losing some of its leverage. And so we joined the difference between, uh, also the difference between SAG and AFTRA is SAG, a lot harder to join. AFTRA, you could pay to join, mm. pretty much. Mm. And you could pay in difference. You could be, you could join in Atlanta. And then that membership could carry you over into LA. Where SAG, you had to give vouchers or be Taff Hartley in, which we've talked about. Anyway, when you, um, that's what Kevin kept doing on um, Churchy. He was Taff Hartleying a lot of people who weren't a part of the union, which is paying a fine in order to make this person eligible. Anywho, anyway, (laughs) when you sign up to do a show, (laughs) you actually sign over your image, your likeness, your voice. Mm. This, in perpetuity, okay, across every medium. The reason why this was a thing and it was never a pushback is because this is basically the studio saying, okay, we've hired you to do this show, say on HBO and you shoot it. It does great. It does six seasons. Say we then decide to license the show over to TBS. We don't want to come back to get your permission. We going to do it because we own your name, likeness, sound, all of that, your voice from this. We don't want to have to come back to the table with you. You will get residuals. So everybody was cool with that because we're like, okay, that makes sense. This is your show. I was someone in your show. If you want to put this show wherever else, we just going to have to be okay with that and get our residuals. Well, now with AI, this means something different. When you are signing over your name, your likeness, your biometrics, your voice, back in the 90s, it was impossible for you to recreate me and have me do things I didn't do on screen. So back in the two th- back in the 90s, the two that you know, in history prior to now. Late 1900s only, when we were born. You know what I'm saying? Right. The only, the only thing you had were the things I did on screen. Now if I give you permission to have all these things of me, you can take my likeness, slap it on someone else's body and have me or just create a whole entire digital model of me 
okay, and have me do things that I never signed up to do, mm-hmm. that I never shot, and um, that I might not even agree to. To do and it, you don't have to pay. They don't have to pay you again. Well, they they that don't. That was one of the things they were sneaking in for background actors. I don't know if you saw for this. Background. Yeah, they were paying them one time, whatever the rate was, scanning them, and they were just going to use them in perpetuity for uh, in like background and stuff, and never pay them again. That's wild. Oh no, no background actors. Now listen, background actors. You talk about people who don't get no respect. Background actors got a whole nother war that they are fighting yeah. with the on-screen talking people. They were going to pay us for it, it, but it's still like, who wants that though? Who yeah. wants? I don't want to not do my job. There was a Black Mirror episode about this, I believe, with Selma Hayek and uh, that girl from uh, Shit's Creek. I didn't watch it, but people were talking about it. Oh yeah, they were saying it in here. So that's mm-hmm. one of the the big things that is on the table. Go, what were you about to say? Okay? Sorry. There's a couple other questions in here that I'll answer. One, and I'm not going to put your name on the screen because you was asking for a friend. They said for non-SAG actors, folks, may they be booked now. You they that's probably what Hollywood wants to do. But if you take a job now that would have been to, went to a SAG actor, they will never let you be in SAG again. You'll be considered a scabber or a strike breaker. And somebody else was asking, is it mandatory to be a part of those groups? Absolutely. To be on them big shows, TV and movie, you either if you're not SAG already, like Angel was saying, they'll tap Hartley and force you in. But yes, that's the whole strength of SAG. You cannot make these big budget movies without SAG actors. You can make cheaper stuff with SAG actors, but there's a certain minimum that has to be paid to everybody. Even if it's a student film, it's got to be like $125 or something like that. But if it's not SAG, then it has to be completely not SAG. Like for Churchy, that's what Angel was trying to tell me, but I was not listening. If you have even one SAG actor in a show, everyone has to be SAG or the SAG actor cannot be in the show. And that's when I found out I was sad. So by default, you were gonna have to do it. has to be in, or you're in trouble with SAG and you can get fined and all that type of stuff. It's way more expensive. A scab- now, listen, non-union workers, hold on. Non-union workers can do non-union work. So yeah. this is not to say if you're an actor that's not a part of SAG, that you have to just sit on your hands. If someone is doing a non-union low budget production, do that. Like a lot of stuff that you see on Tubi. Tubby, whatever Tubi. that. You but you say it right and respect it. The dirty Tubi. thing is on there. Excuse me, Tubi. Uh, no, it's not fully clean yet, so don't step over there. Um, Tubi, a lot of that is non-union, so that's the type of stuff you can con- like non-union stuff you can continue to do. There is stuff that is union work that if you it is proposed to you a non-union person to cross the picket line, that means you. The actors are saying, we are not going any further than this. And if you, as a non-union person, say, well, I'll go further and I'll do the job that you don't want to do anymore, you're considered a scab. And it is sag afters rule in this strike that if any person who is or is not a, who is not a member crosses uh, the picket line and does one of our jobs, that, that includes what Kevin was talking about, promoting for one of these movies or shows or anything like that, they will be blackballed from joining SAG. If a SAG member crosses the picket line, we lose our membership indefinitely. Indefinitely. Yeah. So Uh, even influencers 
doing branded content that are non-union, if they take that, it ha if it's for one I, of the major studios, like I, like I don't get these opportunities, but hypothetically, me getting a uh, branded partnership with Disney or ABC to do something for the Haunted Mansion rollout. Yes, if I did it, you would be, be considered a scab from the Strikers, and you would never be able to join uh, SAG. Yeah, wow. that's the one part. I that will I, tell I, on you personally. I will. I will call because if I'm in solidarity, you in solidarity. We in solidarity. <laughs> and that's uh, what people think. The 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 companies are going to go after influencers who are like, you ain't never going to be in SAG, and they're going to throw huge bags at them and be like, who who cares? If you're not going to be in SAG, and people are going to be like, I actually don't know what people are going to do. I hope they stand in solidarity because if they don't stand in solidarity, it weakens the position of the striking actors. Because it allows the studios to do what they need to do anyway without having to go through traditional means. This should not. Yeah, if if we all as a group can hurt the studios, then we have better leverage to make them come to the table. Versus if people break the, and that's why I, I'm just saying because people were asking like, how you gonna? Be? I, I want y'all to know how in solidarity I'm in. I'm but all as a, in. as a person, I can go watch a movie though. As a person, you can go watch a movie. And I can go to the Disney Park, hypothetically. One of the things that I was uh, going to say that does a little bit irritate me about that, which is easy, can I go watch a movie? Hypothetically speaking, right? I mean, SAG does not currently, in my opinion, really do anything for influencers. This is just my own personal opinion. So to give consequences to people you are not serving, does not sit well with me. That's that that was my next question. On at what point are you completely blocking out people who are potentially never gonna even step foot in like a SAG opportunity? So apparently they're, they're, they're the talking fear. about holding influencers in somehow to the union. I don't know how they can do that because there's so many different types of influencers. Some are makeup, beauty, lifestyle, fitness, sports that are not like SAG at all. They wouldn't be getting benefits. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how that works unless you're like a person like me who is an influencer who also has desires to be in SAG. Mm. You know what I'm saying? For me, it makes more sense. But like if Angel was just a, a mommy influencer who's just like kids and, you know, whatever, or a fitness influencer or hair, whatever, it's like. She might not be ever thinking about SAG in her life. So for her to be punished was something I did not know was happening. And I don't and and I honestly don't know how because I saw that Francesca she emailed and I don't know how much of a hard fast rule that is. I think it is a very strong suggestion especially those of us who are influencers and also say that's not a strong suggestion that is a rule. But for those people who like you said are not even parallel to the movie industry because so, for instance there are people who are makeup influencers who would get paid to do makeup and looks for the barbie rollout right just because it's an easy integration not because they're actors not because they're trying to be entertainers these are people who have not benefited or even know anything about sag so it is kind of weird to be like hey you over there that ain't been paying us no attention. <laughs> Don't do any work for these people or we're going to be mad at you. So that's the only thing that kind of like, 
it grinds my gears just a little bit because I'm like, okay, I get what we're trying to do, but there are certain people who this is not their dog is not in this fight. Yeah. And you're trying to put their dog in this fight. And that like for me, I'll do whatever my union tells me to do as far as in this strike. But it does feel kind of like, well, how y'all gonna be over here when y'all ain't been paying these people no mind? Because if mm. so, us black people would be getting more uh brand deal money. Y'all needed to come over here. That's what I was like, dang man, I, I was I didn't know, Angel. I didn't know. Listen, if you weren't already having to fly under the radar in general, I would be like, KF. Oh, Angel, they would throw me on the grill. Oh, yeah. This is not this is not the time to play around. No. I am not crispy. <laughs> crispy oh, yes. on the grill. So yeah. yeah, now somebody asked, and listen, Angel, I'm gonna ask you because I don't know. Somebody was like, So what does SAG do with the dudes outside of healthcare? I don't know, Angel. Please, when I tell you I don't know nothing about this. Pension and dues and pay the employees that are a part of SAG. So when you go onto a SAG set, there is supposed to be a SAG rep there that is making sure that you are tr being treated in accordance to the deal that has been struck with the studio. So that means- Or they'll flip the set, right? Is that the verbiage? Yes, as, exactly. Like so you ain't having me work through my lunch. I'm getting the lunch I'm supposed to have. You ain't calling me earlier than what I'm supposed to be called. I'm gonna have the turnover time that I'm supposed to have. So um, those people are not volunteers. They have to be paid. Also, health insurance. Health insurance is a big thing. Health insurance in California is hugely expensive. While SAG insurance is not as great as it used to be, you usually can tell when I have qualified for SAG back in the day because I would have a child. Anytime I would qualify for SAG health insurance, I was getting pregnant. I was getting knocked up quickly. Put that baby in me. Four margaritas. <laughs> Come on. At one point in time, SAG insurance for my entire family was only $333 every three months. Dang. That is insane. It's more expensive now at $700 every three months, but still people are not regular folks that don't have insurance trying to pay to, for a family of six. You paying a whole salary to somebody and then yeah. pension is the last thing they put away for our pension. We wow. as uh, kind of like entrepreneurs, we don't have a retirement plan because unless we set it up, we, we aren't we're, with we're an sad. employer. Yeah. yeah. So SAG, you can get vested depending on how many years you have worked in the union, how much money you've made so that when you retire, you have some money setting over somewhere. So that's, that's, that's it. And then basically making sure, listen, Hollywood was the wild, wild west. People were doing whatever the hell they wanted to. They were signing people to like 35 movie deal pictures and paying them like 50 bucks a week based on inflation. It was like, that's why SAG started. They, them studios, studios have been trying to get over on people since the beginning of time. And they mm -hmm. always will. And that's the reason that this SAG strike is happening now is because of what has happened between streaming before the last contract and now has changed the game so much. Like I was reading about this last night. Prior to streaming, we didn't get this many shows. Like Angel could tell you pilot season in LA, people would move to LA during pilot season. 
networks would shoot, I don't know, maybe 50 pilots and actors would get paid. They uh, uh, prep. I mean, they buy maybe 50 pilots, shoot maybe 10 and keep maybe six or whatever. And then that was it. And then Netflix came in and was like, we doing this show and that show and this show. And part of the reason Netflix and Disney can do so many shows is because they're paying way less in residuals now because of streaming than they used to. You had to pay somebody um, every time that show aired, like Seinfeld. That's why Seinfeld has so much money, because every time that show aired, he got paid. Now, the more it aired, the less he got paid, but you still have to get paid. But with Netflix, if they said Angel's first check is 100000 her next residuals, 25000 Next one's twenty. And then eventually, after six, seven years, she's getting maybe $100. But that's 10, 15 years in. And now it's like Angel shoots her first episode. She gets 100000 The next time her residuals is $50 times how many people in the cast. You can make more shows. And that's why you see more, especially if you're paying the writers also less. You used to pay the writers for 26 episodes a season. Now you're paying them for like a, a mini room, which is like 10 weeks of work and a six-episode season. You have more money. And more shows. And then what happens is, and what SAG and, and the WGR are saying is, the money is there. Y'all are just giving it back to the shareholders and not back to the writers and actors. And all they're saying is, take a piece of that. That's why the whole thing is like, the CEO of Disney make, you know, or like Ari Emanuel make like $300 million a year. And David Zaslav, who's over Warner's Discovery, $300 million. Like, just hit them a little bit. Them personally. And give some back to the people. And them rich white people are like, ugh. No, are you crazy? Not my millions. Not my billions. You're being unrealistic. You're poor. What's also crazy is that we can't see their numbers. Right. There is the difference between television and these streaming companies. Television, we can see the numbers. We know how many households tune in. We know how many people. They can even see... Uh, back in the day when people had DVRs, they could even see people who DVR'd and then watched it a couple of days later. Yep. That's the type of information we had at, at, you know, at the tip of our fingertips so that collectively we all know how successful this show is, right? So that collectively we can all be pay paid our fair share. These streaming companies, they make their numbers like proprietary uh, information and they're not allowing us the actors or the writers know now how many people signed up for your app for this show and what percentage of those people watched this new show okay then that means you made this much revenue and that means residual wise i should my payment should look more like this rather than that so that's also the big thing they don't really want to they don't really want to tell us. And this, so to Angel's point, and I, this was on the docket a couple of weeks ago, but we didn't get to it. So y'all remember when Squid Game came out and it was like broke records for like watch time and downloads and all this stuff. A couple of weeks ago, they said the, the Squid Game creator got no bonuses whatsoever from any of that. They didn't help him at all. And if that were a network hit show, he would have been cashed out. So that's where people are like, dog, you can't win. Like, I make fun of Angel for being on ER a long time ago. Uh, but that was a working actress. She wasn't George Clooney on ER. She wasn't the Noah dude. She's just a working actress. Angel was able to buy a house because of that. 
health insurance, have kids. As a regular working actress, she didn't have to be the star of ER to make a living. Nowadays, if Angel booked that type of show for Netflix, she would not be making that type of money. And that's the point for writers and actors. Um, they not getting paid like that. Let me, let me put it like this. When I was working on ER with the residual and what I was making per episode, there's a good chance. I'm almost certain I made more then than I did being a series regular on HBO. Wait, say that one more time, Angel. Say that one more time so people can understand. The amount of money I was wake, work, making as a recurring, as a nurse going, here's the composite, 34 cc's, stat, doctor, saying little things like that. <laughs> doctor. I was making, <laughs> doctor. Angel, yes. please, please give us your, give us your, <laughs> with your medical terminology, the money you... Right. Oh, the I would house, ask, please give us your seed that you, that you made because <laughs> you just throwing doctor on at the doctor. All right, I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna buy my house. Okay, yeah. they're saying the ETA is five minutes out. That'd be stuff I was doing. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> <You're> too, <laughs> too soon to tell. Walk off. That's what I was doing. Okay. <laughs> that's that's always. No, that leg is broken. That was it. And there would be all the time I would be like, wait a minute, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I would have to ask the doctor that was on set, what am I saying something good or bad? <laughs> Do you remember that episode of The Office when Michael didn't know what negative meant? They said, Kevin, your thing is negative. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Kevin. He's like, the screenplays were right. Community negative is a positive thing. So <laughs> that that is exactly. I'd be like, is he? Because I remember there was some initial that I didn't know, and I was putting all types of urgency, and they were like, no, it's just saying this will take a little bit of time. I was like, oh, okay, I got it. Okay, I thought he was going to die in that amount of time, but he is still be alive. All right, let's run that back. <laughs> let's, let's run that back one more time. Um, okay, now make your point. You was making Angel. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, that one time. more joke. One more joke, Angel. Benign. <laughs> I didn't know that was a good or bad thing for a long time. They say the tumor is benign, y'all. Oh my God! No, no. Uh, benign, good, Angel. Benign, good. Benign is good. Benign I thought good. it said radiation, oh, so I was excited either way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they said you got to go by Cafe Du Monde to get the beignet for your for your tumor is is, is beignet. Yeah, they got you got powdered sugar all in your leg, all in your leg. It, it wasn't even a tumor; it was a pastry in your damn body. <laughs> it was an edible. It was a damn pastry. You got us up in here praying, and you got a pastry in your breast. There's powdered sugar ridiculous. everywhere. The plastic surgery is getting out of hand. How you up in your breast? Yes. These BB, <laughs> you're going to the Dominican Republic getting these BBLs and breast lifts. They putting bread in your titties and ass. That's what would happen because I wouldn't know what was happening. Anyways, I, I, I'm almost certain I can say I made more money as a recurring actress on a network show with residuals added in than I did as a mm. series regular on an HBO show. 
Mm. Now that is crazy. That's not yep. supposed to be that way. No. It's not supposed to be, supposed that to be that way. No. <laughs> what? What happened? What? Yeah. So, and and at least HBO still has. Where you're back now, Angel. HBO still airs on TV. Uh, a lot of the shows that were only streaming, they make even less on residuals, and and now a lot of the companies are just taking them off of their platform so they don't have to pay actors at all because now they're technically not airing anymore. Like Kendrick um, Samson, I believe he was on Insecure a lot of episodes. He said he got like 50 residuals checks and they totaled like $86 total. And he's like, that money's supposed to hold you over until your next acting gig and it ain't holding you over no more. And that's the thing. So, uh, so we'll let, that's what is happening for us. So we'll let y'all know. I hope it ends soon, but I don't think. Oh, let me say one more thing. That executive, the executive who was like the hope for the WGA strike is that the writers start losing their houses and apartments and then they come back to the table. That's how diabolical this is. You're going against full-on companies and people who get paid hundreds of millions of dollars a year. They, they can stand to go without money that the studio makes. Like Disney, to Josh's point, Disney Plus don't make no money, but Disney Parks prints money. And they use that money to subsidize Disney Plus. Apple, I believe Apple and Amazon only made their studios because they had so much money elsewhere that they're like, let's let's get into the content game and write some of this stuff off. So they have subsidizing uh, other entities that pay for this. And the other one's just been in the game so much they have so much money or they merge together like Warner Brothers Discovery became one. All that stuff. So they can go off a lot longer than people. And they're hoping to just squeeze the average person out of this business. And that's that's part of their point. So, all right, let's move on. Uh, this was good news turned bad. Carly Russell was went missing last week sometime. Mm-hmm. She was a black woman. The story that I heard was she... The story that was flo- floating around the internet was that she was... Um, Driving on the interstate. Driving on the interstate and saw a child, got out to help, maybe called the police as well. And then she was abducted. Social media went crazy with like, find Carly Russell, hashtags, hashtags. Then they found her. When they found her, I was like, thank God. Like, it's not often that people are found, that are abducted, gone missing, kidnapped, whatever. It's not often that they are found. And I was like, thank God. I'm glad she's home. This is great. Like, finally, one of these comes out good. Then, as the internet goes, within 12 hours, if even that, folks start coming out and being like, how, how she was found? I ain't seen her on the news yet. Why, how was she lost? How was she kidnapped and then returned? Why is she in the hospital? And I was like... People are terrible. We have consumed too much true crime uh, stuff, everything from forensic files to crime podcasts outside of the one my sister-in-law does. That one doesn't count. That one's great. Underreported. Everything else. Um, People's brains and also people's nosiness. Like, Mm. that baby ain't been home a calendar week yet. And people are like, I want to see her on Diane Sawyer. Diane Sawyer still with us? 
don't think so. I, I, she, I want to see know, her on TV. I put everybody up with Jesus, so she might be down here. They want to see her give a full interview so she can... She's alive. She's alive. Oh, see, I tell you, I put everybody up with Jesus. Shout out DS. Shout out DS. Uh, but people want a full breakdown of exactly what happened the moment you're found, and if you and if you're not willing to do that, then it's then it's a, a hoax. And I'm like, can we just be happy and let that baby go home and and put her? We don't know what she went through. Why can't we just? Why can't not we? Because that's y'all. That's them. Why can't y'all just hush and be happy? And not have to go too. Why it always got to go too far? Everything on the internet got to go too far. We should never have access to this many people's opinions mm -mm. at once. That's the problem with the internet. To me, let me tell you, this is I, it pissed Kevin. I was pissed. Okay, somebody happened at, in the in when the shade room announced it, or it might not have been the shade room. I can't remember where I saw somebody in the comments said, "Does anybody know what happened to the baby?" Right, the toddler mm. that was mentioned at the top of the story. When I tell you these people cooked this person, we don't care about that damn baby. Are you dumb? You don't read the room. There was no baby. Somebody else. It was a little person dressed up as a toddler. How oh come you don't get God. this? I was like, wait, people are running with this imaginary story that a little person dressed up as a toddler. People like, why don't you go find the baby if you care so much the, about the baby? I was like, what? Why you put that accent on when you do that person? Because that's what it was. That That's the way I heard it. The, about the baby. You go find the baby. How about there's, that? There's a lot of people that don't deserve the internet. There's a lot of people that don't deserve Listen, That deserve I, a kick in the head is what they deserve. <laughs> So the, to this point, and I, I usually don't bring this up, but I, I let it get in my mind. Somebody in the Patreon said, Kev, did you see? And I didn't see. And I, I usually be like, don't bring me no bad news. They was like, did you see they calling you straight, straight Tyler Perry on uh, Twitter? And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Tyler Perry never said he was gay. I'm laughing at so, <laughs> Josh, you're supposed to be on my side. <laughs> now, why, and now the person who started it was like, straight Tyler Perry had never been funny to me. And I'm just like, hmm. Oh, that's the part that got you, though. <laughs> you like, oh, you want to question my talent? My thing is, and that video was going crazy viral. It's actually on our next subject. We'll talk about it. And, and, and they didn't even at me. And it's on the Patreon, whom I love. Y'all done brought me to know. I never go to no away games. I don't search my name. If you ain't at me, I don't look. That person didn't Come at on. me. And you bring this to me and you got Josh laughing in my face. No, I was laughing more at the Tyler Perry situation because he's, like you said, the, the sexual orientation had nothing to do with it. Aside from the fact that he's never claimed one side or the other. He never did. Whether he was gay or, or, or not, I don't think he's ever said either way. And I'm feeling like Nene Leaks. Now, why well, am I... he did have a girl. He he did openly have a girlfriend. Yeah, he has. But, I mean, he's never been like, I'm gay, I'm straight. He's just living his life. He's never... Yeah. You never... I don't want to say refuted. He never drew a line in the sand. Address anything So, to call me straight it. Tyler Perry when Tyler Perry never said he was gay is like, what? You can say I'm not funny, but leave Tyler <laughs> out of it. 
And also, don't say I'm not funny. I don't like it. I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> Wait, but you said you can say I'm not funny, but leave Tyler out. <laughs> also, don't say I'm not funny. <laughs> I got skin skin, man. I you got me over here searching my name. And people now, people just saying, give on stage straight to Tyler Perry. Well, guess what? At least my name is on your lip. And you and I don't know about you. You know about me, but I don't even know about you. You added me and putting Kev Star on stage so you don't have me find it. Well, guess what? I ain't looking for that. Listen, Kevin, on the same token, I'm so sorry. I was dropping off my kids. I already ran out of brand deal money. Now I'm straight Tyler Perry money on top of that. Watch you watch this be the best year you've had in revenue, you jackass. I'm I'm gonna be like. Oh, so the strike really hurt you, friend, huh? <laughs> Took away Listen, everything. You had to say no to all these contracts. I was huh? having a good movie year and TV show year. <laughs> having a good oh, year. don't worry. It'll all come back. You'll get something else. Today, I'm dropping my kids off at camp. Now, mind you, last week, somehow, some way, the one, the one black counselor, one black uh, black uh, counselor boy. He figures out who my kids are. Mm. And he says to little Marcus, he was like, your mama that one margarita woman, ain't she? <laughs> and he was like, yes. They were like FaceTimer. What? FaceTimer. <laughs> right right so now. Little Marcus FaceTimes me. And the camp counselors, the little white ones and the little black boy, they like, oh my God. I was like, this is really dumb. Okay. <laughs> this is not that big. So anyways, I'm dropping them off today. So this is the first time I'm seeing them in person because they've been going to this camp while we and Marcus are gone. And I'm I was still taking out my braids, so my hair was all over the place. <laughs> so I'm like, just trying to be incognito in the car. The woman, they know my kids. They were like, she said, I would have you go down and say hey to my counselors, but I don't think they're going to act right. So I'm a, I am said, please don't. I don't look good. Let me go. The black boy sees me. I knew that was Miss One and Miss Two Margarita. He said, listen, somebody was trying to talk about you on TikTok. And I said, I, I, I won't have it. I watch your kids at camp. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> I said, listen. thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> you better go out in the world all the time. And your music video ain't even dropped yet. Your, your fame is just started. The first music video ain't not yet. You better not have no tweets. You better go through your Twitter right now and, and I already go, did that. I go told again. You I did. Go because things change. Go make sure they, <laughs> make sure you didn't say nothing about lactose people. It, it could be anything. Yeah, make I sure you didn't call me straight Tyler Perry. Anything like that. Get it out of there because I'll throw you on the grill myself. First of all, she called me straight Tyler. Josh laughed at it. Canceled. Canceled. Get about it. <laughs> Cancel. Cancel. I'm gonna go back through. But yeah. yes, no. It people don't mind bringing you okay. People don't mind bringing you bad news right to your they door. Do. Like Somebody was like, they calling you gay online too." People have they call me gay all the time. You like that's Let me tell you dude. what that don't that first of all calling somebody gay is not a we're not five anymore. That's not an insult, and I think people actually do be thinking I'm gay, even though I'm fully married and fully sexually active with a woman. But my thing is, and by 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 the grace of God. I have grown from my desire to please the internet because some of these people be absolute ingrates yeah. that I would never <laughs> even have a conversation with in real life. No way. Don't usually even have the 
wherewithal to, to at me. And even if they did, a lot of times they're seeking attention. And even if they're not, none of this stuff matters to me. What's most important to me is my brand deal money is gone. And I didn't know this was happening. <laughs> this is what's it's concerning not, me. It's not gone. It's, it's not Angel, gone. This, the, all of it's not gone. But the most lucrative part for many years, <laughs> including this year, is absolutely gone. It is, it's, 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 not, it's just not going to be your most lucrative. Something else will replace it by a lot. I hope so. It I is. know it's going to replace it, and it's our next topic. This girl, Pinky Doll, have been going crazy Oof. on on the talk. If you're not familiar what the NPC, NPC fetish is, NPC is a non-playable character, I believe. And that means on a video game, when you are like, you're playing Zelda, you are Link, and you like run through the forest, and you go talk to the shop owner, and the shop owner's like, hello, would you like to buy a stick? And they're like, you know, they're, they're a non-playable character. So apparently there is a fetish on TikTok where you can, uh, you basically act like an NPC and Pinky Doll is the most uh, famous one of these. So I'll show y'all what her video looks like real quick. Uh, She's been going crazy on TikTok um, for the last week or whatever. This is what it looks like. Yes, yes, yes. Hee-haw, yes. You got me feeling like a cowgirl in your redis. DG, yes. Wow, motorsport. Ooh, call me. He's so sexy. So she goes on live on TikTok and does that for hours. So what happens is when people send her a, a, a gift on TikTok, she has a uh, a certain pre-planned um reaction so she have a curling iron in one hand and she'll put a popcorn kernel in it and i don't know what that is and she'll hold it until the kernel pops she'll take it out i think maybe it's just something to watch to keep the viewer engaged or whatever it is and then people throw her a gift and she's like thank you angel yes 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 angel thank you so much gang 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 i'm a girl girl like she'll for all the coins that people send her and there's, uh, there's a black dude who was like, oh, was, I saw him, but he did it because he's like, see how much Pinky Doll made on these lives, and I'm gonna go run and do the same thing. <laughs> and I did a video like that. <laughs> <laughs> now people were like, is she getting paid? So those gifts cost money. Yes. Uh, the range is like, they're not a lot per gift. But the amount she gets on her live, I probably would venture to say safely, at least this last week or two, at least five figures, I'd say. Yeah. Wow. At least five. If not, because now it's like a thing. It might not be like this all the time, but it's at that. least five figures this week if not maybe six because she was on there for like two three hours doing that yes 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 gang 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 and since i'm on strike yes 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 i'll be doing that i might show you a little something too nipple hey hey no we'll we will definitely report 
This is literally what this strike is going to do is going to put us a little bit like in a, a pandemic a pandemic setting as far as in I think people will potentially get bored as the strike goes along because of the, yeah. they they have stored up some of the scripted work but a lot of it's going to go to reality and I think people will more than likely rather unless the reality is really um uh like toxic in the like really exploitive uh, type of reality TV shows, people are going to come back to influencers and lives are going to be just as important as they were during the pandemic. And that uh, TikTok, I looked up a while ago, the, the top places to make money streaming. This is when we were talking about Kick. There's another website called Bego. Bego I can't remember what it's something, but it's the same thing. They, they, you have to, in order to make a certain amount of money, you have to be live for a certain amount of time in a day or in a week. So it's like you're clocking into work. You have to go live for a certain amount of time. You get people to send you gifts. The people who usually make the most money, a lot of money are women because guys will send them stuff just to be there and be pretty and to say stuff. But I have a friend who makes money just, but she's not doing all of that, but she literally will go live and just set up her camera and people will send her money for her to just be, Dang. you know. Wow. Doing her doing her toenail polish. Dang. What Dang. Would you do? What's the most you would do, Kevin? If you if you were like, all right, this is the way I'm open about to make butt. what? Open up you your butt. Turn around and open my butt. I don't think that's open. Depending on how long this truck is, <laughs> I don't know. If... Open butt. Booty hole brown. <laughs> Booty hole brown. No. Nah, no. I listen. Let me tell you what. This is why, all jokes aside, this is why I be having so many different jobs because you just don't know what's going to be messed up that year. So, <laughs> live touring was my thing until the pandemic. Then that went away. Podcasting was up until it was down. Uh, the stand-up, it was up. Look, I mean, stand-up was great. Keep Your Distance did good during the pandemic. Then as the world opened back up and time went on, that went down. Uh, I probably would probably be on the road until my eyes bled and my ears bled. <laughs> That's why I've always wanted to do the Here's the Thing um, live show and album. It's like, don't do this. I was always like, we need to go. We you know go. what? I was not down for it. I really. That's my thing. Like Kevin, I felt like Kevin was just like every other person I worked with. I felt like what he had shown me wow. as a boss, as a coworker, meant nothing. You and truly, you because it wasn't my idea, I really didn't want to listen to it. I'm That's glad Kev saying. went out of his way and made a petition to get people on board I did a change so people can support four. the black woman creator he is. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. But no, nah, listen, I, this, this is why, because all jokes aside, that I mean, we were already talking about doing Here's the Thing anyway, and then Angel became a rapper, and I was just like, nice, this is great. This is, <laughs> Kevin, you, you did it again, kid. You spotted it early. <laughs> and, uh, but this is why, like, honestly, this entertainment industry is very fickle. Um, and this is why I always be telling you, I'll be thinking Patreon, Patreon. 
and I'd be like, just like do that so we can be rich. That'd be the only thing that is count onable is the Patreon. That's the only thing that don't vary up and down. We talk about apps. Listen, y'all want to be straight up. Get them say studios streaming app. Them folks be turning that thing on and off like a light switch. Y'all be opening that like the refrigerator. You know nothing in there. You people will turn it on, watch that show, and turn it right back off. We the churn rate is crazy. So uh, right now, stand up is good. Uh, Patreon is steady, and luckily I don't spend a lot of my money. That Maserati going back in six weeks. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you can have it back. $600 oil changes? No, sir. Give me regular gas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, that's seriously why uh, why I do so many things is because you can't control other things. I didn't even know SAG, a SAG strike, like the WGA strike happened. I didn't even know SAG had, that was a possibility. People oh. like SAG didn't know. Like I knew that they could strike. I didn't know it was a thing that was like going to happen. Uh, yeah, AI just really, I mean, yes, listen, the residuals have been a problem for a minute. I don't think, this is my honest to God opinion, I don't think we would have struck just over residuals. You also got to know, we as SAG members don't actually have full transparency at what all the talking points are at the table. Oh, That's one really? Union. WGA? They know exactly what those negotiators are going in there and what are the points. They did not give us all the points, which also. Um, but we know the we know the major points, which is which is what is very important to us. Yeah. And I think AI, the rapid rate in which AI is kind of taking over our lives, it, it kind of all of a sudden had a huge PR moment. Yeah. Towards yeah. the end of 2022, going into 2023. Now, this is all we talk about is AI. People are using AI in a more intentional way now. I think before we didn't even know it was a part of our life. Yeah. But we were kind of like, we we didn't think of Siri as AI. We thought of her as just, we're going to talk into our phone and it's going to understand us. Yes. We're, now, we're like chat GPT. Now we're like, let's have this thing make our face into something else. We are now using it intentionally and getting used to it being a part of our everyday life on purpose that if we didn't strike now, I don't think yes. we would be able to get audience members to understand this is not for the good of the entertainment industry, no matter what they say to you. One thousand percent. I just saw Mission Impossible and the villain in the movie is A.I. Like, it's not this is not Boy, a spoiler. It's, in the it's not a spoiler, Josh. It's a trailer. But the villain is AI. We all play around with AI. Like, I've been seeing people make their babies on AI. Have y'all been seeing that? People are like, this is my baby. Uh -huh. The baby got nine fingers on one hand. Y'all better hope that the baby don't look like that. And also, I feel like that's setting people up. Some babies be ugly in real life. Don't get your hopes up. Because oh, yeah. it made your baby smooth and shiny on the skin. And sometimes them babies be coming up looking, looking like, like gremlins. So <laughs> don't don't think that AI just oh this one then your baby come out like hello mother I am yours I am good son of you and then now now you sad because your AI, your AI baby was cute your real life baby that you got to look like that you got to look at look like a Ford Tundra in the face got oh. <laughs> oh, Ford Tundra. 
Now you don't love your real baby because you've been so happy about AI, was, which is ain't nothing but smooth you. It looked like a smooth young version of you. That's how doggone uh, uh, much we love ourselves. They just give us a smooth version of us. And we'd be like, my baby like, is cute. And you love like yourself. And some of y'all uglier than you think. And your or your partner ugly. That you need a little bit of ugly too to make good babies, but too much ugly. Sometimes the baby be good looking, but sometimes too pretty people that baby be ugly because so, so God can reset the world, and your baby ain't gonna be right. Shut up, Jesus. Long story short, y'all don't buy into getting AI entertainment. Push back. It's actually you all are the ones that really control what happens. Because if it don't make money, it don't make sense. The viewers. Yeah. And, that, you know, so me and Melissa were talking about this. We saw Mission Impossible. I just mentioned that. And I was like, I feel like we are introduced to less movie stars now than we used to be. Tom Cruise is 61 years old. He is still running around fast, jumping off of planes and trains. Everybody who was, a, not everybody, but a large amount of people who were stars when we were young are still the stars. Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Robert De Niro still opening movies. But when we were young, it was like some of these people were new at the time. You know what I mean? John, I remember when Leonardo DiCaprio started and he never went away. But like there's not as many. Do, do y'all feel like that? There's not as many. Well, yeah, new movie stars, stars don't really exist anymore. And the reason being is social media. We had one that was on a rise, and then he had a fall, a very swift fall from. I feel like Lakeith like is pretty established. He is, but he's not. He's not a movie star. Why are you laughing? <laughs> no, I wasn't even trying to troll that. Hundred percent, I wasn't even trying. What to troll I mean that. by movie star, I, I'll clarify my point. Yeah, when I was in high school. Vin Diesel was the star in the Fast and Furious when I was like 17. My son is turning 17 this summer. I took him to a Fast and the Furious movie where Vin Diesel is the star of a franchise. And a whole generation has passed. I mean movie star in the sense of Denzel, uh, Will Smith, Bruce Willis, just them on the poster. Will Adam Sandler, that type. Yes. Just yeah, them the alone. Rock. The Rock, Kevin Hart even. There's a few new, but at the 90s, Schwarzenegger, Cruz, Will, Denzel, they were all becoming movie stars. I don't but feel I, like we replaced them where like you are the soul. I mean like solo. I think Angel's right though. Not I think it's also, franchise. No, because st startup like star power doesn't exist the way it used to. It, there's no like, like yeah. big all wow factor seeing somebody on the screen or seeing somebody in a trailer because it's like they're everybody feels so much more accessible with like Instagram. Yes. And, there and we whatever. go. That's what it is. I said social media killed it. There used to be a big part of being a movie star. There had to be some mystery. We yeah. had to not really know you. Outside of a Jay Leno interview or David Letterman interview for those five minutes, we are not supposed to know your real personality. Yes. We're not really supposed to know your family outside of the grainy picture that they put up on the National Enquirer. <laughs> now, everybody feels very same level in the sense of, oh, I saw the inside of your kitchen. 
Yeah. Oh, I saw you getting your hair done. Yeah. It removes the mystery from it. So we can't, we we aren't making any more movie stars for real. Like if you didn't make it in, <laughs> you're not going to make it in. Sure. We can now get influencers to convince you to watch the movie. We don't need the stars to do it. Yeah. No. This is hilarious. Timothy Chantilly Cake is becoming. <laughs> who is Timothy Chantilly Cake? Timothy Chalamet is that little boy who's in Dune. Uh, and what? He's, he's in Dune. The movie with Zendaya. Zendaya's on her way too, I believe. Uh, they and they give you way less women solo movie stars than oh. men. But I think Zendaya has the um, has the, the chance. All right. Because we are finna go and uh, Jenny Juice is finna start, we're still struggling through the last bit of summer scheduling issues when one of your friends is a rap star and the other one is on vacation. And then me and Angel and been switching vacation weeks and trying up. And I just promise you, we, the fact that we are still doing, and listen, no ads this week and not by choice. And we are still standing. We're the still irony. We out here giving it to y'all. But I want to say this before we go. Shakari Richardson, I don't know if y'all been following her. <laughs> Friend of the pod. Listen, Diantha J, shout out Patreon producer Diantha J. Uh, I have been talking about this uh, or been seeing this. She done found herself again. She stumbled mm -hmm. right at the Olympics. She got disqualified for smoking weed. And then she she had like a lost a couple races in the Diamond League. Diamond League, them Jamaicans were eating her up. But let me tell you who back and she on her bull again. She took that frontal off uh, in a race a couple weeks ago and caught somebody. Let me show you this race. She hawked somebody down, walked them down. Oh, I'm talking about. I said, baby girl, you back. And listen, I want only the best for her. I want her to. I want her to do this for the next. What? When's the next Olympics? Two years from now? I don't know, but I want to see it. And I remember when we talked about her the first time, and people were like, "She just needs not to talk so much smack." I was like, "No, that's what you're supposed to do." Because I would do the same. And she right back. And she back. Watch she her. I think back, I'm better. Five, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, she's the one who wins. And they're straight away, and Svoboda does get a good look start. At look at that. She's a machine. They look like AI. Listen. Let me tell you how I know she's good. She kept her head down in the race. She's like seventh right now. Look how calm she is. I'm yeah. talking about walked her down. See, when I see stuff like this, you know what goes in my mind? This is my problem. This is my problem. When I see this, I go, I want to race her. Angel. <laughs> Angel, I feel like I feel like right now you could set this up. Angel, I would pay good money pay-per-view. You don't know how much I would I would pay $500 to watch you race her. No, she's gonna have to let me start at the 50. <laughs> Show sure. and listen, Angel, put me on the 35. I want to see her walk <laughs> us both down without any running. 
This woman said, I want a racer. Let me see. I do. All right, I've seen you beat these finely tuned athletic machines. Now let me see you go against a mother of four. <laughs> now, you see, now, Andrew, while they laughing at you, you did pull that blanket off that video with you and your husband, and he didn't pull it off. I ain't never seen Shari do that. And listen, I had on flip-flops. Let me get you out there with some sneakers. I barely saw you. They had talked about redoing the flash with you. They said that they had you, they had you in mind. But the strike happened and we couldn't close the deal. Is what happened. Couldn't close the deal. I want to see Angel like. <laughs> Angel be in the flash. She would just put her uh take her uh twist out down fast. <laughs> Wait a minute, why did like... one lock one that said Angel gonna pee a little bit? I'm gonna pee a lot of bit. What are you talking about? Bladder empty. Her braids untwist <laughs> and that thrusts her forward for her Big aerodynamics. <laughs> <sighs> I would try to race her. I would be hurt for a calendar month <laughs> and still not be have no close to have beating her. The thing about Shakari Richardson, Angel, she probably could have beat us when she was like nine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. You know she was the fast kid at nine. She probably my little nephew can can beat me now. My sons, I don't know if my sons can beat fast, me. man. Yes, Kevin, they can. I don't think they can. I've seen JoJo. He is a rat. He runs. <laughs> he scaries. That's how fast it is. It's no longer running. It's scarying. Come here on this podcast, real quick. Do you come in? Do you think you can beat me in a race? Yeah, right now. Of course. I'll race you right now. My back is hurting right now. I'll race him if I, I, I tweet. Yo, yo, I'll race him across the screen, and we'll see who passes first. Across the screen, Joe. Let's go right here. <laughs> Make the screen big, Josh. Oh, Jesus. He did. He did. What happened? Wait, did, did the race start? Over? When he started, <laughs> those first two steps, I was like, oh, oh, dang, okay, cool. I told you he scurries. It's he, so fast. Those first two steps, I was like, oh, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 The first two steps, he goes, oh, Lord. <laughs> so much, much, so much faster than I thought. I didn't even take my first step good. I was, I couldn't even grab him. I tried to grab him to, to slow him down. I didn't even cheat. Yes. I said, oh, you gotta <laughs> You're out of my reach already. I Why well, I can't reach you now? When I said, are you ready, set, go, I meant go to the start line and then go we'll go. Wait, you don't wait, even wait, have wait. socks on. That's like uh, you, Kevin. Run like that, dude. Have y'all seen that video of the guy who was like, "My wife doesn't think I could jump the the fence," and she wanted to. <laughs> That's how Kevin is. He said, "Oh my knees." He hadn't even gotten no speed up. That's Kevin. He hadn't gotten nowhere. Jesus. He had to go down there to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, so we're gonna see. If we can set up this while this is strike. See what uh, Shikari's doing. You know, see, she from LA, ain't she? I I don't know. I know she went to. I, I believe she went to LSU. If I'm not mistaken. So well, we gonna see. She can come out here. We'll just do a little, little cute little race. You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> a cute little race. She from this Dallas. Cool she's from Dallas. 
Oh, okay. she's from Dallas. That's close enough. Yeah, Quick she did go to LSU, but she's from Dallas. And she's 5'1", too, Angel. That's See, that's the thing. She's small. That's what we got on her. We got longer stride. So that's I know. I just had longer stride, and I saw what happened. <laughs> Long, his strides were, were shorter, but they went faster than mine. <laughs> All right, uh, Patreon people, we will see you, I believe, Wednesday at 6. Pacific time. Angel, bring the pink sauce. Oh. Okay. Don't let forget me, it. Let me tell Victory I'll text you. I'll text to you, bring Angel. it to set. I'm, not, I'm coming straight from set to you all, so I have okay. to have it brought. I have to have it at set. All right, cool. All right, we love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll see y'all on Wednesday. If not, we'll see you next week. God bless you. God keep you. We'll see you at the conference. Bye-bye. Here's another thing of fire. Here's another thing. Here's another thing of fire. Here's another one. Here's another thing of fire. Fire. Here's another thing of fire. With my boy Kevin Stay. And that chick angel.